Welcome to the ADHD Refresh Podcast. My name is Anne-Marie Espina, and I am an expert in ADHD transformation for entrepreneurs. I have a lifetime of experience navigating ADHD all the way from junior high to high school to post-secondary institutions, successfully navigating my own career and also successfully running my own business. I am absolutely obsessed with helping you release old stories and narratives of ADHD that are holding you back so that you can start achieving your 10-year goals right now. You can be, do, or have whatever you want in this life. You just need the right skills to get you there. So within this podcast, you will find the skills that have drastically transformed the lives and businesses of countless clients that I have worked with. My goal of this podcast is to share with you skills, strategies, and tools to show you how you can move from being a made-for-more entrepreneur into a powerful CEO that can create the thriving business you've always imagined. So if you are someone who is looking to level up your business, and if you are somebody who wants it all in life, this podcast is for you. You will learn a powerful strengths-based approach so you can ditch the overwhelm, gain clarity and peace of mind so that you can create the business and life of your dreams. I am so excited to have you here. Let's help you transform into a powerful CEO. As you all know, I am totally obsessed with the Align Planner, and I'm so excited to announce that this episode is sponsored by the Align Planner. And one of the reasons that I love the planner so much is because when I use it at the beginning of the day, it helps me feel really empowered, really confident, and really aligned. So I truly believe that all ADHD entrepreneurs can feel like this when they start their day. And one of the reasons that it really helps is because it allows me to take all of the ideas that I have rolling around inside of my brain and it helps me prioritize them in terms of what is the most important thing that I need to get done in my day. And it really helps me stay on track. It's one of the tools that I use to still be a really easily distracted entrepreneur and still get results in my business. So. Before I started using this planner, seriously, I was a totally hot mess, (laughs) okay? And now that I use it, it, I know that when I use it in the morning, it helps me stay on track for my yearly goals, my monthly goals, my weekly goals, so I don't have to stress about, am I moving the needle forward in my business? And I love this planner so much that all of my clients use it, they all rave about it. And so if you're someone who really wants to feel calm, you want to feel empowered, and you want to feel aligned in your business when you start your day, and you want to feel like a powerful CEO, you have to get your hands on a copy of this. And, you know, don't take my word for how powerful it is. Discover it for yourself. And in the show notes, I have the link for the Align Planner. So seriously, go and check it out. It's so beautiful. It's so amazing. So gorgeous. And when you go to the checkout, make sure that you use my discount code Anne-Marie15 because you're going to get an extra cheeky discount. Okay, I am back for another episode and I am so freaking excited about this episode today because I have somebody who is very, very special to me on my journey and oh, going to cry already. <laughs> she is my very first business coach and she is my lawyer and I'm so grateful to have her here. 
because she has been really, (laughs) she's been super instrumental to me on my journey because we were talking about in the very beginning where everything started and she was my first coach that I reached out to. And I even said to her, when I came to her, I want my own business. I have no idea what I'm going to do. And she was like, um, okay, let's go from here. <laughs> and then things took off and she helped me birth the idea of ADHD coaching. And it has just been history from there. So um, yeah, this is Elena. She is my freaking amazing coach and mentor. She is also the lawyer at EFB Legal, specializing in online business law, and she is the founder of Contracts for Entrepreneurs. She is freaking crushing people, okay? <laughs> she, um, contracts for Entrepreneurs is an amazing online boutique with a collection of industry-specific contracts um, for the online world. So she is totally on a mission to personalize the online space one contract at a time. Thank you so much for being here, Elena. Okay, I'm honestly crying. <laughs> <laughs> Like, thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here and, and to talk to some of your, your audience and your listeners. But okay, <laughs> the tears are real on it. Um, right. You know, we were saying to you just before this, you, I have such a special place for you in my heart as well. And all the work that we've done and everything that you're doing, honestly, watching from the sidelines, I'm just in awe of you and so proud. And anybody that gets to work with you is so blessed because if you don't have Anne-Marie in your life, guys, you're truly missing out because she is, I'm sure you're listening to this podcast, you know, she's amazing. Her energy is unbeatable. So I'm honestly just excited to be uh, here with you again. So thank you. Yeah, I'm so excited. It's so funny. Cause I was actually thinking today, I was like, holy cow, how ironic I have. Um, I don't know if it'll be on this podcast episode or not, but I remember when we were talking before I wanted to launch all the products at once or projects yeah. at once. And you're like, you got to chill. Here's how you're going to do it. And then we, <laughs> we set it all up. And I remember thinking, okay, what am I going to do? How am I going to get sponsorships? So it may be this episode or another episode shortly after this, I actually got my first sponsorship. So how cool. <gasps> oh, congratulations. <laughs> so cool. So no, I do remember. I do remember you're sitting there and you're like, I'm going to do all these things in Q1. And I'm like, well, good idea. But how's Q3 looking? Okay. <laughs> yeah. so funny classic ADHD let's do all the projects <laughs> but okay cool let's dive into the topic today so you guys we're going to be talking all about flawless legal onboarding and why it's so freaking important in your business um so yeah introduce us into the legal world for um anybody who's listening who's like super 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 new to understanding legal for your business Absolutely. So first, the first place we need to start is understanding that having a business is inherently a legal process, right? It is a legal privilege that we've been given to us. Thank you so much. Legal statute. It's given us the the ability to run your own company to create a livelihood for yourself. So the first thing is having a business is legal. So if you're afraid of the legal by having a business, you're already in the legal. So congratulations. Welcome. Don't be afraid of it. (laughs) And now the second thing, and I want to jump right in is a lot of people are so afraid of not getting paid. Okay. A lot of people are so afraid that the client is going to ghost them or how do I get my money back or whatever the situation is. And that actually starts with something that I've created called flawless legal onboarding, which is a three-step process. And it really starts with the idea that you need to be an integral business owner, all right? You are an integral business owner and you're always operating from a place of ethicalness and understanding how to manage expectations. So 
legal isn't always scary. It's not always about, you know, I'm going to take you to court. I'm going to sue you or whatever the case may be. Legal actually really does start with managing human relationships and being able to put those in um, a document, so a contract, but basically stipulating all of the things you want from that relationship. So when you start a business, you know exactly what you want this to be. You I mean, you've, if you've worked with Anne-Marie, you definitely know who you're working with, what your ideal client is. And so all of these things are going to formulate what is going to be said in that contract. So you want to write it down. So the very first step of flawless legal onboarding is your contract. Okay. Okay. I remember so, I got my contracts from you like straight away and I didn't even have a paid client. I was like, we're doing it. We're going all in yes, because you're going to get a paid client. That's what's going to happen. It's inevitable. So when you have a contract, the best way to do it is to get a custom contract that is going to actually write down all of your business values and all of your policies in one place. Okay. So this is going to be how you actually want the relationship to work between you and a client. And you write that all down. This is the first opportunity that your client will have to see all of your business policies. So a business policy can be what's your rescheduling how can they, you know, fire you or how can you terminate the contract if something terrible happened in your life and you're no longer able to perform the services. Um, it also outlines payment, our famous payment. So it's really the rule book and the guide. Now, you know, as well as I do, that most people don't read contracts, right? Yeah. <laughs> We're like, well, that's good. Sign. <laughs> and we just yeah. go through it. Okay. That doesn't matter right? It's still legally binding. Okay. So what that means is even if you didn't read it, even if you didn't understand it, if you signed it, it is still law between you and the person um, who you're signing that contract with. Right. Mm -hmm. So everything in there still is legally binding. So it's in your best interest to read it. I mean, if you're the client, but it's also in your best interest as a business owner to make sure it's actually fair to you, your company, but also the client. So yeah. that's the first step. Okay. We all know this, but it doesn't end there. Right. Okay, right. So the second step is the onboarding package. Okay. So if somebody uh, signs your contract, you can celebrate. Whoop, you have a client. Uh, it's official. Now you have another opportunity in your onboarding package to actually relay your rules again in plain English. So the contract may be big and scary and long. And honestly, the contract should be long. A lot of people think, oh, short and sweet. No, you want actually everything in there to protect every situation. But in your onboarding package, this can typically be, you know, a brochure or a guide or an ebook or maybe a resource list uh, or maybe a page in your passive course offering, whatever it is. But this can have in plain English, your housekeeping policies or your rule book um, or, you know, business policies. And you can write in there in plain English what you want them to know. So you can be like, by the way, if you don't pay, there's a late fee. This is what it is. Just so you know, we don't do uh, our refund policy is this. Um, make sure you're always on time because if, you know, if you don't show up after 30 minutes, I'm not waiting around, you're going to forfeit the call. So you can put those rules there to give them a second opportunity uh, to understand what your business policies are. So what you're really doing is you're psychologically putting the responsibility on the client to be the best client ever, right? You're being, you're being really transparent. You're like, I'm giving you every opportunity to know the rules are uh, and to manage those expectations through these steps. So that's step two. So the first one was the contract and the second one is the onboarding package. Don't sleep on that. A lot of people forget that one, but don't do it. You wanna make sure you have housekeeping policies in place. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? 
Yeah, no, it makes so much sense. The one thing that I was kind of thinking when you were talking about, you know, you're putting the the ownership on them to show up. I think it's so important, especially, you know, because in my business, I work with other entrepreneurs. And so when I'm working with someone else, I always want to be the best freaking client that I can, because that's what I want to attract into my life is like badass clients who are really good doing the work, showing up, um, putting in the effort and asking questions. So uh, it's kind of like a two way, two way street, right? always, always set the example. Okay. A Uh huge problem I see in my firm. It's so funny. I'll have people email me and they're like, Oh, I have this client and she did all these bad things, you know, and I'm telling her that that's a breach of contract. And so I need you lawyer to do something about it. And I'll look at what they're telling me, what they think their policies are. And then I'll read their contract and I will tell them your contract doesn't actually say that. So they didn't (laughs) actually breach your contract. So, so like what you're saying, like you have to be the example and you have to make sure that everything is actually reflecting what you want, what your policies are, what you actually want to envision, right? right. You want to be the best client. You make sure that you're the best client for others, right? Mm-hmm. You want to make sure that your, your business policies do that. You want to make sure your contract actually says that. <laughs> no, that's, that's super good. And I think after I got my contracts from you and after I was like, you know, sending them to my clients, I'm way more mindful about reading them out. Sometimes it's still like a little bit jargony to me, but like I make the effort to like stop and slow down, even though it's like, what is it? Like a thing in the wheel and slowing me down because I'm like (laughs) reading through it really quick. (laughs) 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 Yeah. But like, it's so important. And it, it allowed me to ask other people questions that I wouldn't have asked before because it was like, okay, cool. You've only put this in here. Can you update it? So it says this kind of thing. Like if a contract, absolutely. Put in, oh yeah. I'll just, I'll do this for you. And it's like, well, how many did we actually talk about doing together? Absolutely. I mean, every contract can be negotiated and mm-hmm. should, mm-hmm. it should be negotiated. Mm-hmm. So we don't do that. We kind of, we just were like, oh, it sounds good. We'll sign it. But you want to go through it and you have the right to modify it prior to signing. Mm-hmm. Right just because somebody gave you a contract doesn't mean that's a done deal. If someone gives right. you a contract or you give your client a contract, they have the right to be like, okay, well, I'm not comfortable with this or I'm not comfortable with that. Or can you make sure that this is actually included um, or excluded, whatever the case may be. And then you can do it either manually yourself or have your in-house legal team to do it for you. But in order to make sure that that relationship is always fair, because the contract, what it says is what goes. So mm-hmm. And anybody listening, even as a client, I mean, we are on a mission to professionalize the online space because even as a client, if you sign a contract, it is what goes. (laughs) It isn't just like, oh, well, I changed my mind. It's like, well, no, you sign the contract. You have an ethical and legal obligation to the company Mm -hmm. to to do your part as well. So it is a two-way straight. Both people need to oblige by the contract. Yeah, cool. Okay, I love that. Awesome. Yeah. Okay. So let's move on to step three. Okay, so of follows legal onboarding. So step one was the contract. Step two was onboarding. And now step three is really the opportunity to have that kickoff call, that onboarding call, that introductory session, where you are going to now verbally welcome somebody into your program, product, or offering, and then relay once again what your rules are. Okay, at this point, Once again, psychologically, we're always making sure expectations are clear, but we're also telling them something before anything's gone wrong. Right. Right. Because, you know, so legal, we're always, you know, thinking worst case scenario, but when worst case scenario happens, people get defensive, right? Mm -hmm. Clients and company. We're always like, "Mm." (laughs) we get defensive. Our walls go up. We're not really able to even understand what the situation is at hand. 
So if you make sure to outline those expectations in that first onboarding call, that kickoff call, or that introductory, you know, video to your program, you're essentially training somebody before anything's gone wrong. So they can sit there and be like, okay, yeah. All right. So they have a late payment fee. Okay. Awesome. I'm actually going to make sure I never miss a payment now because I don't want to incur that fee that, and I'm aware of it. So I might update my calendar to make sure my credit card is available every single day. So you're going to train the other person to be the best client ever, because you've not only given them one opportunity via the contract to learn, You've given them two opportunities via your onboarding package. And now the third opportunity, you're verbally saying it again. And it may seem redundant, but right. It may seem redundant. You're like, well, that seems like a lot, Elena. Well, no, because the first one we've already established nine times out of 10, people don't read the contract, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And the onboarding package, they may be like, oh, that's cool. And then just scroll through it and not actually read it. So you want to make sure you take all three opportunities to really outline what it is that's happening. When somebody doesn't pay you nine times out of 10, it's your fault, not the client's fault. Okay. Uh And it's your fault because you took on a client that wasn't a good fit, right? Maybe you had a price point that wasn't ethical for that person. And you maybe should have turned them down. Uh Um, Or you just really didn't explain the expectations clearly. So both parties were aware. So when someone doesn't pay you always stand yourself, it's like, what could I have done better in that situation? And, and not, you know, go arms blazing, like, I'm going to sue you, even though your contract doesn't support that. Yeah, no, that makes a lot of sense. I think, um, yeah, I'm just thinking of so many things right now. I love that. <laughs> so, okay. So what are like some steps for somebody who maybe either is a brand new in business, or maybe they are in business, but they have zero, like, they don't have an onboarding. They don't have, they don't have any of the three steps, right? What is like, some things that they can do like straight away after they're done this podcast to start getting those things in order. Like which one's the most important one? Absolutely. Okay. When you're starting a business, you want to make sure before you have any clients, you want to make sure you have a business structure in place. Okay. This will change depending on what country you're in. But uh, generally speaking, in in Canada, we have something called a sole proprietorship. So that is the basic level. You can start a business using your own personal name, uh, and then it can go up from there. And there's multiple different business structures. But remembering that your business is a legal structure, so you want to make sure you're setting that up and registering. Okay. When you have a business, because it's a legal structure, you're actually going into business with the government. So the government always wants to know what's going on. So they want to make sure they're like, oh, cool, you have a business. Awesome. (laughs) Right. And then when tax season comes around, they're like, all right. So like, what was my cut here? (laughs) Like, what taxes (laughs) do I get, you know, from your commission? (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) They want to keep tabs, right? So you have to tell them you have a, you have a company, you have to sign up, you have to register it. And then of course you pay your taxes every year. So that's kind of the first, first step registering. Now, depending on what type of business you want to run, the type of business structure you have may change. So that would require speaking to a lawyer in your jurisdiction in order to understand. An accountant would also have a really good understanding of the different business structures. So either or can help you out. Once you have that set up and you're like, sweet, I have a business, it's moving forward. The next step is always contracts, all right? There is no one-stop shop with contracts. Because depending on how your business grows and evolve, it will always need different types of agreements. Every single relationship will need a different contract. So if we're looking at an online service-based business, you need to understand there's a good rule of thumb is you need to have one contract for every single 
offer in your product suite. Okay. So let's use coaching as an example. If you are going to do one-on-one coaching, that's one contract. If you're going to do group coaching, that's a completely separate agreement because there's going to be multiple different nuances. So for example, a one-on-one client can reschedule, but a group coaching, you can't reschedule. You miss the call, you miss it, but you'll get a recording. Uh, Maybe, or maybe not. And then of course, there's the passive course. So if you have a course that's going to be passive, that's going to require a different contract. So depending on what your product suite looks like, you're going to need different agreements throughout each step. And then as you start to expand your team, you're also going to need different agreements there. So let's say you're hiring your first contractor, you want to have an independent contractor agreement in place there to manage those expectations and relationships as well. Yeah. Okay. I'm thinking I'm already like, I have my other contracts and I'm talking to you and I'm like, okay, I need to get more. more. (laughs) It's it's evolving. Legal isn't a one-stop shop. It's constantly evolving. And that's why you'll see you know, big companies and big corporations will always have in-house legal. They're always going to have their lawyer on speed dial and small businesses can have the exact same thing, right? There's a few lawyers out there, myself included, where the whole idea is to professionalize the online space so that you can have that same access without spending crazy, crazy price points. You can Mm -hmm. still get your legal, you know, answered. There's still ways to figure out those answers without too much of an investment. So a legal, you know, a lawyer and accountant, I always say they're so important to have on your team because as your business grows, which it will, right? If you're in it for the long haul, your business is going to grow. You will eventually have a problem. (laughs) Unfortunately, that is the way it is. And a lawyer and an accountant are more inclined to bend over backwards for somebody that they've built a relationship with. So you want to make sure you're always there for somebody uh, and you want to make sure that you build these relationships with key people that you're going to need in your business. Yeah, I love how you set such an amazing example of that. Just recently on, you know, your Instagram, you shared about how you bought your first house and you invited everybody yes. to come, which is I freaking did. so amazing. So congratulations. Oh my Thank you. Yes, I can't believe I bought my first house, but I, I wouldn't have been able to do it without the team. Mm that was built, you know, so we, so we had a luncheon where we invited the broker, my real estate agent, um, our accountant came, uh, my lawyer, he couldn't come sadly, (laughs) my own lawyer, you know, (laughs) Uh, (laughs) but you know, we had this big lunch to just thank everybody because Mm -hmm. the truth is I will inevitably buy another house another day. And they, they really worked so hard. So they deserved a thank you. Um, and that way you get to see everybody a little bit more in person and actually build relationships further on, uh, especially if you're going to be a businesswoman or a businessman or a business uh, person, uh, not to put any gender identity, but <laughs> if you want to be a business person, you're going to need the help of your team no matter what, right? And so your yeah. team is so much more than, I mean, I talk about lawyers and accountants, but you know, your coaches are part of your team, right? Your yeah. virtual assistants are part of your team. All of these things really matter. Yeah. It's so important, you know, and I like, I will always even when it's like so busy and I was like putting like lots of work onto my team, I was like every week, like, I am so freaking grateful for you (laughs) because it was like, you know, when you're pulling a product together, it's a lot of stuff that's happening and there's so much stuff in the air and things change super quickly. And so it's like, they're working with you and, and really navigating all of it. And so it's like, I, I love that so much. And even though, you know, you're, you're in the online space, well, we are, we're in the online space. Right. And it's like, you're not in an office. So sometimes it's like, how can you still reciprocate and create and build that relationship online? 
so that it's, you're still nurturing it in the way that you were talking about. So I love that. Well, and you always do that. You're so incredibly grateful. I know that about you. That's like in your DNA is to always be grateful because the truth is the other person on the other end doesn't have to do this for you. Yeah. Like really like humble yourself, right? Humble yourself. Don't come from a place of your ego is larger than life. Always come from a place of the other person really (laughs) didn't have to accept me as a client or they really don't have to do this on a Thursday at 7 PM. Like they really don't have to do these things, but when they do, they're more inclined to do it because they're loyal to you because you're kind to them and you're grateful for them and you make their job easier. That's all you can do in business is build strong, powerful uh, and positive relationships. Yeah. So you always do that. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I think it's like, it's something that I do in my program as well. Um, like a huge pillar of like, the themes of ADHD business university, one of them is networks and collaborations because nobody else is teaching you how to network and how to collaborate and how to build like strong teams and all this kind of stuff. And it's like the mo- one of the most important things that you have in your business. Right. So oh my, your network is your net worth. Yeah. Yeah. It 100%. couldn't be, it couldn't be more true. Um, I saw that even, you know, in, in my personal, so you were part of my group coaching program last year. Yeah. And I noticed that what you ended up doing with the other members is you started collaborating with them. Yeah. Right. And then they spoke in yours and and you spoke in theirs. And so you grow your network like that. You have all these opportunities. Mm -hmm. So when you enter a container like Emory's ADHD Business University, don't be afraid to talk to the other people in that container. Right. Mm -hmm. Don't be afraid to actually they're on the same journey as you. and, And if they have so many similar interests and pain points. So there is going to be a blossoming in that. And that is yeah. your network and your network mm-hmm. will become your net worth. And everybody's going up. I mean, even Henry, when you and I first met, do you remember, we were always like, well, we're going to have a yacht one day. So yeah. <laughs> straight up, <laughs> but I'm excited. I'm like that trip to the Bahamas on someone's yacht is going to happen. Cause we're it's all totally, talking. It's, totally <laughs> happening. it's so funny. Yeah. And we were talking, you know, for everybody's listening, we were talking just before we got on and it was crazy because I was telling Elena how when I started my business, I was working a full-time job, COVID just hit. And so I had to pick up hours at a grocery store, local grocery store, which I hated. And then I would do my business meetings at 7 a.m. my time. And it was like 10 a.m. your time. And it was like dark. I look back at the recordings and the room (laughs) behind me is dark. All I see is my face that's lit up by the computer screen. And like, you know, you are in a different place now. We've I'm in Mexico now. It's just crazy. And that's uh, just over a year ago. Wild. But the dedication, and that's what business is, is dedication. It is waking up before the sun to make your meetings, to fit it in around your full-time job and your part-time job, and to still be able to build something as successful as you did. I mean, that's what business is. It's not easy. It's Mm. never going to be easy. So even Mm -hmm. being afraid of the complicated parts like money, financing, or, or legal don't do that because it's, it's going to be hard, but you're going to learn, right? Mm-hmm. You just have to show up. You have mm-hmm. to show up. And I think what's really important too, especially for your audience is the messy action, which I'm sure you yeah. teach on is just, just do it. Yeah. <laughs> just, just do it. Stop, <laughs> stop. Don't get stuck in something for too yeah. long. Like set the timer, yeah. do it, <laughs> get yeah. it out there and then try to move on. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's so good. So, um, I, just before we kind of wrap up, right. Um, I want to cover like, what are the benefits of having legal that we kind of talked about, right? So let's do like a quick recap of having legal in your business. Yeah. So let, let's flip it. So the first thing is that your business, of course, is a legal structure and a privilege. So you want to respect it by one, setting up your structure, registering your business two, getting the appropriate contracts in place that actually reflect 
your values and business policies, because your business isn't going to be exactly like Joe Schmo's. So making sure that your contract is unique to you and not just, oh, well, somebody gave me this or I downloaded it here or whatever the case may be. You want to make sure it's actually for your business um, and industry specific. And then we went into flawless legal onboarding and really how to manage relationships uh, and the best way to do it in that three-step process, which was the contracts, the onboarding package. And then the third step was really having that in-person conversation afterwards in that call to recap, once again, the expectations. You want to psychologically always prime the client on the other end to be the best client that you possibly have by telling them what their contractual obligations are, but also that you as a business owner always operate from a place of integrity and ethicalness in order to make sure that there are no surprises ever, but that everything is clear because it's in the contract and you told them three times about it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, cool. I love that. Um, so that's amazing. I'm just super excited. So (laughs) because you have such a freaking amazing, literally super, super innovative, um, space online, the contracts for entrepreneurs, um, how is it that we can work with you? Amazing. So, so you've already alluded to it. So I do, um, have an online boutique called contractsforentrepreneurs.com. Um, and what you can do there is you can actually go download and purchase uh, a legal contract template that I've created after working with over, I think, 200 businesses now specific to the online industry. And so it is basically taking the horror stories of everyone else and building very concrete legal contracts that I drafted myself and have been peer reviewed that you can download and then customize to your business. So each contract comes with a user manual. So if you're sitting there being like, oh, I don't know what to include. The user manual actually will walk you through it in order to fill it out yourself. So that's one way. And that's probably the most economical way, especially when you're starting your business. We're professionalizing the online space. So we want to make it easy. Uh, And then, of course, I mean, if you have any questions for me, I mean, I hang out on Instagram and Marie knows. So you can come visit me. And my Instagram is at where did she go now? Yeah. Okay. Seriously, you guys have to A, go over and follow her and B, contracts for entrepreneurs is so freaking legit. Um, It's so good. So professional. It's like when you just go to your website, it's like, I need this. I want this sexiness. You're making legal sexy. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) We're trying. (laughs) It's not scary. It's fun. (laughs) So yeah, no, it's amazing. Go and follow her, comment on all of her stuff. She like draws amazing content um on your thing actually the week that you had your podcast um oh yeah uh, content, podcast week yeah that was an amazing week literally that was the week that I was like I need to like it reminded me to go and do my uh find sponsorships that week because I was like I need to get this going let's do it <laughs> oh I love that I love that we're gonna be doing more themed weeks throughout 2022 because I, I got a lot of great feedback from that yeah and zeroing in on one area of your business and and all the things you need to know about it. Yeah, I think it's absolutely freaking brilliant. So, okay, cool. Well, thank you everybody so much for listening. And I am going to put your link down below for um, your contracts for entrepreneurs and also your Instagram handle. Um, So make sure that you guys go check out the show notes for that. Go and get your contracts sorted out. Do not wait because don't wait. Don't wait. (laughs) Just do not wait. Just get it all organized. And then you don't need to stress. You don't need to worry about it anymore. So yeah, I can't thank you enough for coming on to my podcast. It's been so much freaking fun and so cool to just see how far both of us have come. So I can't thank you enough. 
Oh, stop. I'm so honored to be here. And I'm so excited to meet all of your listeners. And just thank you so much, Emery. This was so much fun. <laughs> and you're, you're amazing. And your tan looks fantastic. I mean, guys, <laughs> go to her Instagram and see her tan. <laughs> Tulum looks good on you. <laughs> thank you. Oh, so good. So we will see you guys next time. And if you found value in this episode, please um, leave a comment or what do you call it? A rating. Please leave a rating below five stars. Um, It will help us reach more people and change the way that the world sees ADHD and really help you guys level up your businesses. So um, thanks so much. I I hope you guys have the most blessed and abundant day ever. Thank you so much for tuning into today's episode. Have you begun to realize how powerful this work really is? Each and every time that you tune in, you're learning to master this work. You're transforming your own life and your business. If you are someone who really loves to help other people, please share this episode on social media to help transform someone else's life. And if you really love this episode and you found value, please leave me a review. It will help us create a positive change and shift the way the world sees ADHD. I also really love to connect with my listeners. So you can find me on Instagram and Clubhouse at annemarie.espina. And if you have any questions, please email hello at annemarieespina.com and your questions may be featured in upcoming episodes. Thank you so much. Have an amazing day and I will see you next time.